0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Um, the episode about the Harry Potter, um, resort. Uh, you know, like uh, Hogwarts-themed resort to kind of counter what Disney is doing with, um... star wars galactic star cruiser so i hope you guys enjoyed that Uh, i know we had a lot of fun with it thought it was a really cool concept Um, but what we want to talk about today is um getting off that track we do have uh, other resort hotel uh, concepts that we do want to bring up and talk about uh, so we will uh, touch on that at some point um but right now what we want to talk about is um something that's kind of emerging throughout the film industry at this point um you know, recently, I think everybody's kind of uh, aware of it. Is that you've got um, you've got the um, essentially actors, actresses, um, you know, talent, movie talent uh, that is uh, passed uh, in real life. Okay, so they they've moved on. They're no longer here with us anymore. Um, they uh, essentially they're being brought back to life on camera. Uh, or on screen uh, via CGI. Okay, this is a trend that is um, Growing out there and we do want to touch on it before we jump into that. We do want to mention again We are official travel agents. We specialize in Disney Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resort uh, You name it, we pretty much do it. So feel free to reach out We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories with us um, So yeah back to the topic here um, First off that you know the, the big one that everybody thinks about with this, uh, everybody's gonna really remember, will be Carrie Fisher um, in the in the Star Wars um, episodes. Uh, you know, primarily the the first one that really got to people was in Rogue One, where you know at the end of that movie she was brought back um, in a small scene at the end, and you know if you're a big Star Wars fan, uh, it was a tearjerker. You know, it, it really was to, to see her back on screen, knowing she passed away. It, you know, it, was a, it was a great homage to the characters. It was something great to be able to do. Um, you know, she was de-aged and everything. And then, you know, she was also done in CGI um, in the, the future, the, the Disney movies back, you know, uh, to be, you know, her older self. Um, also within those films, uh, there was also Peter Cushing, who Peter Cushing played uh, Grandma Tarkin. Who, um, you know, many, you know, if you know the Star Wars universe, you, you know who I'm talking about. Um, but there's other ones that have been done, uh, not just in the Star Wars universe. Um, Paul Walker uh, in the Fast and Furious uh, franchise was brought back in, in CGI because uh, he, you know, obviously he passed away uh, in the middle of filming. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, who was in the Hunger Games, you know, he, you know, tragically he, he passed away of a. Very, very sadly, uh, drug overdose uh, with only a a week or two, a few weeks, uh, something like that, uh, left in in filming. Um, And so they had to, you know, CGI him back in for uh, a couple scenes at the end there. And then um, most recently, we just watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, Very excited uh, about that film. By the way, I just wanted to mention to all of you, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's a really great film. I, they did a wonderful, wonderful job. So much better than the like the female Ghostbusters thing they tried to do that became like a laughingstock, a joke of the whole thing. Um, if you are a Ghostbusters diehard, you will love this. You will like the movie. They did a wonderful job. Um, you know, Some great surprising things at the end um, with characters and stuff. I mean, just just really wonderful job. But Harold Ramis, who um, played Egon... Um, in the Ghostbusters movies, he he did pass away, um, uh, 2017, I believe, and uh, he was brought back in this film, and uh, it was really great, really great to see him there. Um, so that that's another another great one. So yeah, I mean, you've got five examples right there, you know, in, in fairly recent times, you know, um, that have had this occur for them, and uh, you know, it's it's very similar technology uh, as to what you're seeing with. know people being de-aged right Um, so you know when you when you see an actor that's de-aged on screen or you know that similar to Luke Skywalker right now in Star Wars you know what you're seeing in uh, Boba Fett and stuff because the more we see Luke I mean it's it's Mark Hamill de-aged and um, you know back to himself and very similar kind of process Um, not really de-aged though they're using the exact same technology to really bring him back so I mean he could be dead and they could still be able to do everything that they're doing right now. Um, so that that is something to kind of um, consider is that this technology is not, it's not really new. There's been this de-aging process. You know, they use this with Legolas and in, in, um, the, the Hobbit movies, um, you know, for Orlando Bloom, things like that. Uh, now, you know, to me, I I don't know. There's different thoughts on it. I mean, essentially some of these are so good. You can hardly tell though. Okay. Like Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. You you watch that, that Fast and Furious film, the last film that, um, you know, Brian O'Connor was, was featured in and you wouldn't like the scene that was CGI for him. You would not realize it. Like, and and I, I barely did. I barely realized, Oh crap. That's, that's not really him. That's a CGI version of him. They did a really great job. Uh, film Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, in the Hunger Games, the you know very same thing. I just barely realized it, right? And so some of these are really really good. Some you can tell a little bit more because they're they're de-aged or um, you know just the way they use them in, in the films or whatever. Like yeah, you can tell uh, something's going on there. But you know for some of these, it's you can't really tell. And um, you know I I think I think it's a great thing to be able to do it. Um, But it is becoming a trend in the industry. You know, it's a wonderful homage to me for the actors in the film series. And a lot of people will ask like, well, You know why is that okay why is it okay to use these people since they passed away like they can't sign off rights to them or whatever well actually there is actually an agency there's there's agencies that typically will be handling this Um, if not I'm sure they get you know family approval family signs off on things but there's agencies out there there's a specific one that has like over 400 celebrities in it and this agency they actually do a good job um, of making sure that it's a good process um, for the deceased actors they actually you know read the scripts they you know Consult with the family uh, make sure there's nothing insulting that would you know uh, You know be putting them in a bad light and make sure it's something that they would want from that character So that's pretty nice for someone who's who's passed away, you know, they're they're not here anymore uh, And you're still considering that from them. That, that's a really nice thing. So I, I don't really have a problem with this um, You know the question is, is is it right or is it wrong? Um, ultimately, I like it uh, as long as the characters are core to the movie Okay. Um, which you know, essentially, you look at some of these characters, and they were really vital. They're really vital in these movies. You know, Hail Ramus in the Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like you, you had to have seen him there at the end. Um, you just had to. And and if he, he wasn't there, it would it would have left a big hole. You know, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, it was during production. So yeah, they needed to make that happen. Paul Walker. They needed to make that happen with Fast and Furious um you know carrie fisher you know during filming and stuff like they needed to make that happen um you know peter cushing was vital to those scenes that he was in um yeah so so th- there was big reasons um now the question is the big question is where does this go moving forward i mean are, are we are we going to see you know um a- actors and actresses that have passed away that their rights are there and you know what maybe these agencies can get the family to get paid money a lot cheaper than they can to get a real-life talent actor in there you know maybe we see um you know actors and and that have passed away you know maybe there's um alan rickman or something and they bring them back and they pay his family or the agency or whatever a much smaller amount of money than they'll have to actually pay a live actor to do stunts and things like that i i don't know i don't know Uh, maybe that pans out better financially for some of these film companies but to me as long as the characters are core to the previous films as long as they've been set up within that reality already i'm okay with this okay so what i mean by that is you know alan rickman i don't want to see alan rickman come back in a future james bond or whatever i i I don't want to see i don't want to see burt reynolds in a star wars film like those characters are not there but if they did bring back alan rickman through cgi and used him in future harry potter films um you know as like a, as like prequels or something like that I, I wouldn't have a problem with that i really wouldn't um it's it's more about making sure it fits i, I think i think there is a a line to cross, and you know you do want to use live talent and people who are still here when you can and so if you're using a deceased person um, in cgi for a brand new film and that person never had any part of that film before uh, to me that's just crossing the line. I think that's just too much. you know introduce a new actor instead give them that opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on it. you know it, but again, it is emerging. you know let us know what your guys' thoughts are. It, it, it's very controversial uh, for some people. Uh, others they, they don't care they really appreciate being able to see these um, you know these talent the, the talent and the actors that they they know and love from these films back on scene and, and that's what I really appreciate about it you know it, it was a great homage it was a great thing for Carrie Fisher to be seen um, on screen still and, and a great way for the fans of the Star Wars universe and the fans of her to be able to give her a, a last celebration a last hurrah you know and, and I think that's a really good thing there's there's a lot of beauty to that. Um, now there are situations that if I look back, I'm like man, they really missed the boat on this. And and in those situations, you know, you think about Albus Dumbledore from the Harry Potter films. Yeah, the the, the gentleman who was playing Albus Dumbledore for the first uh, couple films uh, did pass away, and they had to change. Um, a lot of people wasn't okay, with, weren't okay with that change. Uh, they they really appreciated the previous um, actor in that in that role, and. I think that if they had adapted this technology and was able to use it throughout the rest of the films, I think the Harry Potter fan would have liked this. I think they would have been okay with it. I think they would have um, enjoyed it. But I don't know. I mean, over the course of eight films, I mean, that's a lot of CGI work. That's a lot of graphics work. I don't know what all goes into that. I don't know the details and workings of CGI. I don't know the cost and everything associated with it. I would imagine that that was just too much of an undertaking uh, to do you know now I don't know because when you look at de-aging of you know Mark Hamill I mean they're using him in uh, the Boba Boba Fett and things like that you know they're de-aging him and using that same technology so it's almost like is it that expensive is it that time staking or painstaking with time would it really delay you know filming and stuff like that I, I don't know I don't know Um, ultimately I I don't think anybody knows for sure um, except for the people that actually do it in Hollywood I don't I don't think you know people outside of the industry that don't do it themselves wouldn't know and be able to crunch the numbers but that's a situation where in Harry Potter it it could have made sense Um, you know obviously there's casting changes for other reasons like what Johnny Depp's going through with Fantastic Beasts and obviously you wouldn't want to CGI that because he would still be getting paid for the, the rights of his uh, name, image, likeness, you know, uh, essentially NIL deals in sports and stuff with, uh, sports, uh, within entertainment industry. But, um, yeah, very interesting concepts. I mean, for Harry Potter fans out there, would you w- have wanted to see the previous Albus Dumbledore, the first original one, um, would through the rest of it? Would, would you have wanted to see that? Would that have been something good for you? Um, so yeah, I mean, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think would have been better. Do you like the way they went with it, or do you think they should have tried to keep the original actor and CGI it in? Who knows? Um, we would love to hear. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Now, uh, the next topic we do want to talk about is um, a couple Disney movies that uh, we would like to see live actions. So, you know, so Disney has some brands that are they're kind of fading away, right? Some stories, some characters, it's kind of fading away in popularity, and it's really upsetting to us. Like we we hate to see that there's so many that were like beloved stories like especially from my childhood that I was like man this this was this was amazing film this was a top film blah 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 you know and and now it's just it's not there it's not happening you know and that's upsetting it definitely is um and I would love to see them revamped and I think the way to do it would be a live action film so you know what I'd like to see to get some more juice to these these films and, and really help the, the characters be more beloved and, and brought back to a younger generation now is dual live action um, and the first one would be Pocahontas you know how great would this be? You get a CGI Miko, which would be friggin' adorable. Um, you get Native American culture and history wrapped in, and maybe you do the actual story that actually happened in history instead of, like, the one that doesn't really line up with history books like the one that they originally did for the car- for the animated uh, movie. But what else do you need? I mean, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, we would like to see that. We'd like to see Pocahontas kind of get revamped, and I, th- I think I think that would be a really great film to do. Uh, next, Hercules, okay? Uh, actually, um, Aurora was just talking about Hercules the other day. She loves that movie, and uh, she would love to see, uh, you know, a live-action movie come out of Hercules. Now, there was a live-action TV show with Kevin Zorbo, okay, which was... Awesome, by the way. Absolutely loved watching it on Fox, and uh, you know it went it went along with Xena, Warrior Princess, which was freaking awesome too. Um, I, I loved I loved both of those. Um, my brother liked Xena a little bit more. I liked Hercules a little bit more. Like you know whatever. Um, it's too bad Kevin Zorbo is not you know wouldn't be able to play those roles uh, if they did a, a reboot of Hercules. But um, I, I think they have a great opportunity here. I think I think they have a wonderful opportunity, and they can do. Um, a live-action Hercules, and you know some of the monsters and things like that that are a part of it. You know some of the way the gods are and stuff with the CGI technology now. It could look so cool. Hades would look amazing. Like they could do some really really cool stuff um, in in a live-action Hercules film. So I would be stoked for that. I I think that would be amazing. So yeah, those those are the main two that we were thinking about. Um, recently and we just wanted to mention those um, Pocahontas and Hercules uh, I think they will both be great live-action adaptations now um, but yeah and, and a couple things in news here for today I know it's gonna be a little bit shorter of an episode for you guys a couple things in news um, one it's rumored that there is a Finding Nemo show um, in development and so that that show um, probably would be you know, a Disney plus type type thing um going going straight to there um well yeah like 95 percent sure that's that's what would end up happening but uh yeah it is rumored that that would happen and and i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i i like finding nemo I, i i really enjoyed finding nemo i have not watched the sequel yet finding dory and um i want to but it's just there's some movies when you watch it when you watch the movie it's like yeah that's it that's good that's it's done, great story, finished, wrapped up, okay. And I think Finding Nemo was like that for me. Is like you know, it's a great story. It was, it was awesome. Uh, it's like Up, okay. Like you don't, you don't need a sequel for Up. Like done, great story, awesome. That's it. Um, what was it? Inside Out. You don't need a sequel for that. Is okay. It's over. It's done. Fine. Um, and I think Finding Nemo was that way for me, so that's why I haven't watched the sequel. I mean, I, I could, and you know, maybe I would, I would enjoy it. Um, and I didn't hear a lot of like negative reviews or anything like that. That's not a reason that I'm not watching it. But uh, I'll get around to it at some point. Um, but this TV show, it's gonna be interesting to see what the basis is. Um, you know how, how everything kind of works now if it's something that's like it's a little bit educational it's got some things that like explains a little bit more about fish and aquatic life and stuff like that i'm all for it you know i, I love marine animals um absolutely huge fan you know we are travel agents and SeaWorld is uh one of our vendors you know if you want to go to discovery cove and swim with dolphins and stuff i highly recommend it i had the the biggest blast one of the biggest gifts of my lifetime was being able to do that so Um, huge fan of marine animals here um, on the podcast and uh, you know I I think if they can you know enlighten people more to marine um, biology and and you know the sea world and things like that I'm always a big fan of that so that could be cool Uh, the the last piece of news that we're gonna mention and, and obviously okay so side conversation real quick the whole Oscars thing, I know everybody's going to talk about the Oscars. Everybody's going to want to ask about the Oscars. Like, oh, you're a movies podcast. How do you not talk about the Oscars? Okay, look, like, guys, it's a slapper around the world. I get it that this happened. Um, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and uh, take a side either way because I don't think there's really a side to take. Like, it happened to happen, you know? Um, on the one hand, I, I, you can see both ways, right? So, on the one hand, uh, Chris Rock, um, yeah, I mean, maybe that went a little too far. Maybe it was a little too personal um, when you talk about. And maybe you weren't educated enough to understand what was going on there. Maybe you didn't know that she was sick or whatever, and that's the reason why her, uh, you know, she was she has the appearance that she does right now. But um, you know, maybe that was too far, and yeah, he got smacked for it. Okay, um, you know, it wasn't a slap on the wrist; it was a slap on the face. But you know, for for Will Smith, you know, at the same time, it's like well you 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 went to the oscars and uh at these things it's basically a roast okay so basically the oscars is like a roast fest uh at specific points and there's going to be jokes made there's going to be things that happen and you are a celebrity you are a professional celebrity and you're going to have a lot of hate you're going to have a lot of things that that make fun of you and people around you and so yeah maybe you need to be a little more thick skinned to it i don't know but there is also something to be said for someone who wants to defend their their significant other and stand up for them and um you know I, I think that's a part of a relationship and i think that's a, a part of you know what people are, are there are there for and, and then in that way it was kind of him supporting her uh so so I, I you can see both ways okay you can see both sides of it and um you know people are going to get worked up and upset and and all that because you know as it it happened on TV and and everything, and and maybe there didn't need to be a smack. Maybe that was too much. Maybe he, yeah, he could have restrained himself more. So yes, he could have restrained himself more, but Chris Rock could have done a better job of uh, being more tasteful with jokes. So you could see it both ways, really. Um, You know, Will Smith honestly should have uh, gotten up there, had a conversation with him, told him, don't make that joke, this is not funny, I'm not okay with it, just wanna let you know, and then go back and sit down because he made his point and other people got to see the point, okay? so yes, actually having um, physical altercation was, was too much, and I, and I agree with that. But, you know, things, things happen, you get emotional, and, and you make a bad decision. Okay, so getting back off of that sidetrack conversation, um, last bit of news. Godzilla vs. Kong is getting a sequel, and we are so excited because it was not that long ago that we told all of you that we were worried the MonsterVerse was going to be ending. We were worried that it was going to be done and over because they needed to announce a sequel pretty dang soon, or people were going to—it was going to fade away in people's thoughts. I think they heard us, guys. Uh, well, honestly, they didn't hear us. They heard other people talking about the same thing because, like, nobody listens to this. But anyway, um, it was cool. It was cool that it, uh, you know they are—they did announce that they are doing sequel. Um, temporary name right now is like Son of Kong and um you you know i i I hope they change that name to me that doesn't make any sense there's no other kongs he's the only one there like how the heck did he get uh, a child like i you know and he's a guy and like where's the female that gave this i i have no idea okay it doesn't make any sense to me but um you know i I do hope they change the name and they come with something a little better introduce like some different villains things like that they have some other storylines within there that they've already built and created that they can jump off of um So, yeah, I'm just excited there's going to be a sequel. I'm excited the MonsterVerse is continuing to go because they've done a really good job so far, and I hope they can continue um, with the momentum because I do think there's still a lot of opportunities for them. Um, You know, Maybe they won't get to the same amount of films as the MCU or the Fast and Furious movies or whatever, but uh, there's definitely a lot of opportunity out there in the MonsterVerse right now, and so I'm really glad to see that it will be continuing. So, yeah, that is it for us today, guys, and uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, We'll talk to you guys again next week, of course, uh, please feel free to like, share, subscribe. any uh any support would be appreciated out there you know send it to your friends who would be interested in any of the content but uh yeah what do you guys think about cgi of characters coming back um is it right is it wrong you know would you like to seen that with other actors or actresses that pass away um brought back into certain films and stuff you know what do you think what's your thoughts there um yeah we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in and we are official travel agents again um our information will be below so feel free to reach out to us and uh Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. And we will talk to you again next week.